2: How's everything on the farm?
1: I don't know. The internet's down. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Country problems. Uh, <laughs> you don't get fiber or whatever that thing is.
2: You've got no connection to the outside world, John Hardy. How do you stay in touch with everybody?
1: I got a landline.
2: You still have a
0: landline? <laughs> do you have a cordless phone?
1: It's got a cordless phone, yes. yep. Oh. Yes. With the home base, with the answer machine?
2: Mm-hmm. Is it the tape that you have to pull out no. and then flip over? No,
1: past but- that
2: hey i'm carly pierce
1: we're old dominion this is eric church and i'm john party bringing the party to country heat weekly
2: that's right it's party time y'all hello from nashville i'm kelly
0: sutton and john party is in the house i'm amber anderson we are rested and refreshed from the long holiday weekend and glad to be back with you at the amazon house on music row in nashville well i know i'm rested and refreshed because i stayed home but you girl
2: you were on the road again. (laughs) Tell me about seeing Sam Hunt, Ryan Hurd, and Lily Rose in Charleston, South Carolina.
0: It was so much fun. The (sighs) venue was a tennis stadium, which I had never seen a concert in a tennis stadium before. How cool. The crowd was pretty hyped from the beginning. They got there early for Lily and Ryan. Both of them did so well. Sam rocked it. It was just a really good night. A little muggy, but... Really fun. I saw you bought the coolest hat. It was Lily Rose merch, and it just had the L and the R on it. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Had to rep our girl. Had I always buy artist merch. Me too. And I saw that hat, and I was like, that's the one. Speaking <laughs> of hats, I yes. saw you on Instagram <laughs> wearing a boat captain's hat. And I think we're going to need you to explain this Yacht Rock situation that you had going on.
2: Let me just say, I love Yacht Rock. I love country music first and foremost. It's my number one love. But second has got to be Yacht Rock. So we're talking Christopher Cross and um, Earth, Wind & Fire and just that like late 70s, early 80s, very AM gold vibe. Mm -hmm. You're, You're out on the water. There is a band called Yacht Rock Review. I've heard of them. They're a cover band, but they are phenomenal. And they came to town. So a group of friends and I went. We got a party bus. We all had captain's hats. We show up and find out there are people that follow the band like deadheads. There's like a group of 60 of them that go to every Yacht Rock Review concert.
0: Oh, my gosh. Is this what you're going to do in retirement? This is
2: my retirement. You're exactly right. (laughs) So I just have to say it was one of the best concerts I've been to in such a long
0: time. And I sang every song. Toto Africa at the top of my lungs. (laughs) Sure did. It looked like a really fun time. It was so fun. It looked so fun. So if there was a country music infusion into Yacht Rock, I think it would have to be Old Dominion. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Just feel good, easy to listen to. Jams. 100%.
2: (laughs) One last thing before we move on. Thursday night, you and I and the Amazon Music team are
0: going to be hanging out at a special event for our bestie Breland. So excited for this. It's in celebration of Breland's debut album, Cross Country, and Amazon Music is basically throwing him a party. Yeah, but they're not calling it a party. They're calling it a
2: visual experience, a gallery event, and a conversation. And it's all going to be held at the National Museum of African American Music here in Nashville. I cannot wait for this. It's going to be so cool. And I'm really hoping the entire Breland
0: family is there. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We have talked about booking his family on our family tree segment forever. Right. So we have to take our microphones with us. Yes. Can we
2: do that? We need to ask. I never leave home without mine. It's always in my purse. <laughs> we'll keep
0: you all posted on how that goes. In the meantime, we have a lot to get to on today's show. This is true. As we mentioned, John Party is here to take us behind the scenes in the making of his album, Mr. Saturday Night. Plus, we're going to celebrate Miranda Lambert's recent ACM Triple Crown achievement by rediscovering the music that got her here. And we will have all of our regular features, like burning questions, who said that, and the heat index. If you don't know what those are, stick around. We'll walk you through all things Country Heat Weekly. Our tour starts in the kitchen, where we find out what's cooking in country music. I know it's only September, but I'm already excited for New Year's Eve. Kelly. (laughs) I know. Pumpkin spice lattes have just started coming back around. (laughs) Do we really want to think about the next year Already. Well, once
2: you hear the star studded lineup for Nashville's Big Bash, Brooks and Dunn, Kelsey Ballerini, and Zach Brown Band will be headlining the main stage at Bicentennial State Park. I think you're excited about it too, right? Okay, I'm sold. Yeah. I'm sold now. <laughs> 2023, here we come. Okay, there are going to be more artists joining them, like nearly 50 more. The rest haven't been announced yet, and most of those are going to be pre-taped at different locations around Nashville.
0: This sounds amazing. I remember last year the event was televised for all of the people who couldn't make it to Nashville. Is it on TV again this year? Yes. It's going to be aired on CBS and streamed live and on demand on Paramount+. Plus. So be looking for that. So the options are get dressed up and see the performances live. Right. Or stay in your PJs and still get to enjoy the performances from home. Both sound like pretty good ways to celebrate to me.
2: Well, in the past, I've been able to work for the city and be down there. I'm not sure if they need me this year, but if I am needed, I will be there with bells on. If not, I will be in my PJs watching from home for sure. Speaking of
0: the new year, Kane Brown recently announced that the U.S. version of his Drunken Dreaming tour will kick off on March 16th and run for 26 dates. We have to catch one of his shows. Oh, my gosh, for sure. Kane is our center stage guest next week. So I think we're
2: practically buddies. We can ask him for some tickets, right? Sure. <laughs> also, I don't want to wait until March. I think that's when he's actually going to be in our city in Nashville. I think we need to hit a show on the international leg of the tour. And that starts this
0: month. It ends in January. So we have some dates to choose from. So quick Country Heat Weekly trip abroad. Yes. I'm on board. (laughs) Kane will actually be traveling to Australia, New Zealand, Canada, the UK, and Europe with rotating support from Chris Lane, Blanco Brown, Restless Road, and Jesse James Decker. He's definitely going to be busy while he's in New
2: Zealand because he's hosting a pre-show reception with CMA, who is partnering with Sony Music New Zealand for New Zealand's first major country music event since 2016.
0: Well, they shut down for COVID pretty tight there, I know. But 2016, that feels like forever ago. It was. This will be Kane's first performance in the land of the long white clouds and would be my first trip there, too, just saying.
2: Mine, too. My passport's (laughs) in my purse. I'm ready to go. Shy Carter and Australian artist Melanie Dyer will also take part in the CMA events around Australia and New Zealand. There's even an intensive 40s songwriting camp in Australia. I love that they're taking
0: country music global just like Country Heat Weekly. In other news of our genre expanding, Chris Shiflet, lead guitar player for the rock band The Foo Fighters, made his Grand Ole Opry debut on Tuesday. Now, for those that don't know, Kelly is an Opry announcer, the first female staff announcer in the 96-year history of the Opry, might I add. You were working that night, and
2: you got to introduce him. Not only that... I got to interview him before he went on stage. He's put out a solo song called Long, Long Year that has a very rootsy Americana vibe to it. He recorded it here in Nashville with renowned bluegrass musician
0: Sierra Hull playing mandolin. Okay, wait, you don't get to just gloss over (laughs) the fact that you (laughs) interviewed him. We get to listen in, right? Always. Okay.
1: I get real nervous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the right answer, by the way. You
1: suddenly realize that you're really far away from everybody else on stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like way out there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And most people know you from the Foo Fighters.
1: Yeah. Well, not um, in this room. Not in this room.
0: <laughs>
2: and when we talk about Hall of Fame, your Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we usually are talking about Country Music sure. Hall of Fame.
0: Well, you know, we always say that there's room for everyone at our country music table. So come on over, rock stars. If you come into this format and want to play the Opry, you must be all right. That's exactly right. And let me tell you, the crowd loved him. And congratulations to all
2: of the CMA nominees. Those actually got announced after we cut this show. So we're going
0: to dive into them next week. Next up on the pod is our heat index. This is where we check in on Amazon Music's marquee country playlist, Country Heat. We know there
2: are zillions of amazing country playlists out there in the world, but we're particularly fond
0: of this one because it's where our podcast gets its name. John Party is the cover star on the playlist this week. Last week, center stage guest Ingrid Andress has a song on the playlist called Feel Like This. If you heard last week's show, you know, for the first time in her life, Ingrid is writing love songs. This was my first attempt at love songs. But it turns out you have to actually be like in love to write a convincing love song.
1: I don't know what this is, but I think love's supposed to feel like
2: this. More importantly, if you heard last week's show, you heard her talk about why she's writing love songs. Now you're going to have to go back and listen to the episode for that
0: sweet tea. We're not going to respill it here. (laughs) And of course, having just seen Sam Hunt in concert, I want to shout out his new song, Water Under the Bridge, which is also on the Country Heat playlist. Is he performing this one in his set yet? Oh, yes. And it is fire. People get really into this one. Really? Yeah. People are into the entire show. I mean, top to bottom. But this song in particular. But this one, yeah.
2: Next level. Okay, one more song that I want to highlight. Have you heard the song on the playlist by Ella Langley called Damn You? Yes. Yes. Now, I wasn't familiar with Ella before she showed up on the Country Heat playlist, so I did some digging, found out that she is on the road opening for Cody Johnson. So you may have heard her name before. Originally from a tiny town in Alabama, she went to Auburn, but she knew since she was a little girl
0: that she really wanted to do music. You know, one of my favorite things about this playlist is how new artists like Ella play next to superstars like Luke Bryan, Carrie Underwood, Blake Shelton.
2: That's one of my favorite things about it, too. You can find and follow the Country Heat Weekly playlist
0: exclusively on Amazon Music. We're about to go to break, but first, I'm going to read you this quote from a country music superstar. Your mission is to see if you can figure out who said that.
2: And then when we get back from the
0: break, we'll play the audio to see if you are right. Here we go. The quote is, I preferred to play with words than play with dolls. That was my true playtime. Oh, well, clearly a songwriter said that. Keep listening and we'll tell you right here on Country Heat Weekly. Hey, everyone. This is Carrie Underwood.
1: I'm Dirk Bentley. This is Dustin Lynch.
0: And I'm Bailey Zimmerman.
2: Don't go anywhere, y'all. This is Kelsey Ballerini, and we'll be right back with more Country Heat Weekly. Okay, it's time to tell you who said that. I prefer to play
0: with words than to play with dolls. That was my true playtime. Shania Twain! (laughs) That's from her acceptance speech at the ACM Honors when she was given the Poets Award. Her entire acceptance speech ran more than
2: 10 minutes, so you probably won't see all of it on television. But the ACM Honors will air Tuesday, September 13th on Fox Television.
0: Today's center stage guest is a California cowboy at heart. John Party latched onto his traditional hockey talk sound from covering Alan Jackson songs growing up, and he has never let it go. Now, we definitely hear that influence on his latest project, Mr.
2: Saturday Night, which features his fifth number one single, Last Night Lonely. Can yeah, we could
1: be some
0: Welcome to the Amazon house, John Hardy. You fit in just fine in the room out there with the
1: bar and the jukebox. Mm -hmm. It's a vibe. Yeah. No, love it. You've written here too, right? Yeah. I walked in. I think I've been here before. It looked different, but.
2: (laughs) Do you remember what you wrote when you were here?
1: Mm, I think we had a co stare when we were here. I
2: just, okay.
1: Instead of a co write, we had a co stare.
2: I just heard this term the other day. This so is my first time for viewers, listeners, <laughs> friends of the podcast. Uh, when you go into a co-write, usually somebody comes in with like an idea, or you've got a book or whatever. Yeah. But I just heard this term the other day. Said if nobody has an idea, you just sit and stare at each other for a while. The yeah, everybody's air.
1: digging through their mind. You can't. You don't really do that with sound. And <laughs> just had a co-stare. Then, then the then the make uh, the made up meetings start coming up. Oh man, guys, I got a meeting at two. <laughs> Might have to call this one a little early. You know, get out of here. Uh, you ain't got nothing today. Uh, oh, it's
2: so good. Okay, so I do want to talk about the fourth album now uh-huh. that it's out. When I listened to this, first of all, I was bragging on you the other day when I walked mm-hmm. in. I was like, man, this is my favorite John Party album, top to bottom. Wow, I'm loving you. it so much. It seems like you're getting more country, where so many people are kind of leaning out, doing different things, feeling into different genres. You're doing the complete opposite. You're really leaning into to that country sound. Have you ever had that idea that you wanted to go a little bit more pop or you wanted to try some different things?
1: I thought we went more directions on mm-hmm. this record than we do. But see... We go our ways, and people hear it different, right? Because if you put a banjo on something, people are like, "That's country, man. He's <laughs> got a banjo. <laughs> cool, bro. He got a banjo on your song." <laughs> so, especially with that, having my instrumentation is like, "Damn, it's really country."
2: I mean, it is. It's new and fresh, but I love that it always has that underlying feel to me that is what you started with. You haven't yeah. strayed from what your sound has been, I guess, right. is the better way to say it.
1: Yeah, and, and that's from that comes from fans and people in the music business, people in other forms of entertainment that come to me for, like, a refreshed sound. Mm-hmm. They listen to me for a refreshed sound. A sound like that I don't hear anymore. A sound that, right. that people don't strive to do. I'm, for me, I'm just trying to hold on to my roots. Yeah, I am smoking drink.
2: We're talking about this brand new album, so let's dig into it, starting with the title track. I didn't see it coming, the play on words, Me Mr. Either. Saturday Night. I'm listening to it, and I went, oh, that's genius. I mean, brilliant. Talk to us about the song.
1: Mr. Saturday Night was uh, the last song to come on the record this year before we went in and cut it. And I got Mr. Saturday Night uh, right after I re- finished Heartache Medication, the record, in 19. I heard Mr. Saturday Night. I was like, oh, that's a great song. I was like, dude, I ain't cutting another record here for a long time, you know? I was like, October 19, just put Mm -hmm. October 2019, just put out heartache medications like we're going on a world tour next year. (laughs) got big stuff coming up next year in 2020 yeah that all went down the shit and so i was like man i mean hopefully and benji's a good friend i was like benji you know i'm not gonna put it on hold because it's a great song like maybe somebody else will record it fast forward to april 2022 like it was still floating around my friend nicolette she texted me like the night before she's like don't forget about mr saturday night it's like it's so you it's all you all day I played it for everybody and I was like, I love this song. I think it'd be great on record. They're like, oh my God, it's great. Where's this song be? I was like, just kind of floating around Nashville, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, bam, it became the, we just thought it was a great, appealing title for a, a great song and a monster hook.
2: The bio, the label sent out for this project says it talks a lot about loneliness mm-hmm. and how you mask that by going out and having fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all been there and we've all seen our friends go through that as well. Can you say this is a lonely business sometimes, music?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's ups and downs and hotel rooms and on the road and you miss your dogs. Um, you, you know, you miss you miss home. To where, like, everyone's like, after what I did this weekend, I said, I stayed home. Don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't want to go anywhere. <laughs> We've been going hard with the record release yeah. and the tour and— Hell, I mean, 2020, we stayed home the whole time. Right. (laughs) So I got, like, real comfortable at (laughs) home. I don't want to go on the road. Uh,
2: Counts, is real
1: comfy. I I love going and touring, though, you know? It's it's not a thing I'm like, oh, I got to go on the road. It's just, like, it's just nice being home. You get that loneliness even when you go to New York, like, summer staying home, I'm going to be in New York. And then that hotel hits you, and you always get that feeling, you know? But as songwriters and artists, we love sad stuff. We love being lonely. We love everything. I want to. I want to be so sad, and I want to write about it. That's, we love that stuff. Like Miranda, <laughs> I love Miranda. She's like, I don't care how happy I am. I'm always gonna sing sad songs, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and it's just so true. And and I feel like we sing for we sing for the people that go through it every day and every age of their life. We're singing for every person out there that's going through something because it just it just goes this it just happens. Mm-hmm. We were human beings, and there's a lot of us.
0: Mm-hmm. So, well, speaking of heartbreak, one of the songs that you co-wrote is New Place to Drink, mm-hmm. which is like the ultimate honky-tonk heartbreak song. Yeah. Tell Breaking us- up
1: twice. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us where the inspiration came from for that one.
1: I can't really get into details about that. But uh, as a songwriter, you, know, you, take, you take stuff and you, you, paint, you kind of make a movie out of it. And so for me, it's like, have you guys ever seen Urban Cowboy?
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. I have not. <gasps> Don't judge me. I'm a bad movie watcher. That's okay. Right. It's on the, it's on well, your list for this weekend. Okay.
1: You should watch it. Well, they, it's just like, you know, It's that's, a, that's an example of a new place to drink. Well, they don't find one in the movie, but they still find new people that go co- and they're like seeing each other and they're like jealous. And it's like, he's got a new girlfriend. <laughs> she's got a new boyfriend. They're at the same bar. And it's like a feud. And for me, it was just like, you know, sometimes you get a fling and then it was always at the same place and you keep coming back and I just kind of wrote that title down I was like it's kind of a funny title I was like I need a new place to drink because I don't want to be around this, <laughs> this girl or this, this individual that keeps uh, coming back to my bar where I was I, she walked into my bar and this was always my bar my name's on the wall and literally it's I gotta leave yeah I'm no shit
2: Okay, we need to play that song and then butt it up to Priscilla Blocks, This Is My Bar. Because <laughs> uh-huh. she has the whole song like, don't come walking in like you own it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> This is my bar. Okay, um, I do want to talk about The Day I Stopped Dancing.
1: Okay, we have Day I Stopped Dancing for about two and a half years. Okay. So The Day I Stopped Dancing, I think— when I say it's a sleeper, I don't mean it's like you're gonna fall asleep listening to it. I feel like it's gonna rise up as one of the like favorites of the record because mm-hmm. it's such a strong song. It's it's a it's a sweet love song that you know talks about I'll love you forever basically in a, in a clever way through songs and titles. They wrote it for me in Summer about how you know we're always in the living the kitchen and like we had party time, we're dancing and having a good time and and they kind of wrote it you know the day I stopped dancing and. uh it, it was always one of our favorite songs. We couldn't wait to record it. When Texas runs out of straight and Memphis ain't playing the balloons, that's the day I stop dancing with you.
2: All right, we do want to give a shout out to the Ain't Always the Cowboy tour. We appreciate you recognizing that sometimes it's not the cowboy, it's the cowgirl. You got Lainey Wilson and Haley Witters out there with you. Yeah. That's amazing. We're
1: What's great. it been like
2: with having them out there?
1: It's been so much fun. We have a blast. We get a lot of hang time, and Lainey's a good friend. Haley's a good friend. We had a little party at the house. Haley came over, and we we had some drinks and celebrated Mr. Saturday Night coming out. I don't know. It's just all it's just all friends and you know family that we kind of grew in the business together. I knew Haley she was like twenty years old, nineteen, yeah. and watched her do her thing. And so it's like a lot of friends have years together that I've always loved what they do and now they're killing it and I love Haley's record. Lainey's got a new record. They're so good. They fit right in with the tour. And I didn't ask, I didn't, no offense to anybody else. I mean, I didn't ask for anybody else. I was like, I want Haley and Lainey. Really? Yeah. I was like, let's call it Ain't Always Cowboy Tour and we'll get two female acts. And I was like, Laney Wilson, Haley Witters, bam, and mm. I was like, I know what they're gonna say. <laughs> I was like, yeah, to this tour announcement. Comes <laughs> and they came back, yes, yes. I was like, yes. So it was awesome.
2: Let's be real. Have you asked Laney if you can get on Yellowstone yet?
1: No, that <laughs> dude, you need to be her. on
2: Yellowstone.
1: Man, Why are you not that, in that mix? Look, I probably wouldn't have time. First of all, well, that's true. And Second of all, I got like you know 15 pounds of shit before I go on there. <laughs> okay. So let me get there first before I get my audition tape going.
2: But you were working out this morning. You were I am. I know I'm morning.
1: working out. I'm just a big guy.
0: <sighs> well, I just got to tell myself,
1: I'm just a big guy. Okay? <laughs> a big guy. Okay. It's okay. I'm a big guy. <laughs> it's okay.
0: <laughs> so for anyone who hasn't listened to our podcast before, we always shout out the dogs at the end of the show.
1: All uh-huh.
0: our dogs. So give us all of your dogs' names in an update. How, how are they doing?
1: Do you want all the animals? Yeah, I'm go, for yeah. go for it.
0: start with the dogs.
1: Okay. Cowboy. Cowboy's good. Gus Gus is good. Gus is chill. He likes the AC. Charlie's a psycho. <laughs> she is nonstop energetic French bulldog that just runs with the pack. And Bear is our little Craigslist rescue. And he's an air doodle. He's not little. He's about a hundred pounds. Biggest turds I have ever seen. <laughs> But he's doing good. He had bad allergies, but he's got an allergy shot, and he hasn't been itchy. So I never had Doodle before, but they have a lot of problems.
2: Great. <clears throat> like, oh, My maintenance dog. That sounds like yeah. right up your alley.
1: No, they, we, got, we got him down now. <laughs> okay. Good. We got him down. He's a good okay. dog.
2: So four total? Four, yeah. All right. What are the other animals?
1: We got the Catdashians, the four cats. <laughs> Rob, Kylie, Chloe, and Kim. They're all family. <laughs> I call them the cat Cat-dashians. Dashians. <laughs> The cat Dashians, man, they're doing their job, man. They're killers. Some of the cows I didn't pick, but they were came named. We got Kyle, Holly, Opal, Reba, which I named because she's got a red. She's a red calf, and then Daisy, which I didn't name.
2: I love this so much. <laughs> and then the goats: Johnny,
1: June, uh, Garth, and Trisha, and then Oreo. <laughs>
2: It was like, don't forget Garth and Trisha. So they're the original
1: goats, and that's that is the uh, that's the they're crew the right there.
2: I love that so much. The goats amazing. and
1: cows are easy, man. You just make sure they got water and check on them, and they they're chilling
2: and they're fine. Just, Y'all need a petting zoo. They're too. just
1: grazing.
2: <laughs> Listen, Mr. Saturday Night is incredible. Thank you so much. Love talking to you. That was fun. Today, we are going to rewind about a decade and a half to rediscover the music of Miranda Lambert. With her most recent win for Entertainer of the Year, Miranda acquired the third and final title
0: she needed to qualify for the ACM Triple Crown Award. Combined with her wins for Top New Female Vocalist and Female Vocalist of the Year, she has three tentpole trophies for the ACM Awards. So we're going to celebrate the music that got her here. This is such a huge accomplishment. She's one of only seven artists who've
2: earned this special honor. Next to Jason Aldean, Kenny Chesney, Nikki Gillie, Merle Haggard,
0: Barbara Mandrell, Carrie Underwood, and Brooks and Dunn. Plus, I was doing some reading on Billboard, and apparently two acts, The Chicks and Keith Urban, have also qualified for the award but have yet to formally receive it. The ACM is just waiting for the right occasion to make the presentation, I guess. I guess. We'll have to do some digging there.
2: Miranda really did deserve this award. I mean, she is the most awarded artist in ACM
0: history, after all. That's right, right? Entertainer of the Year trophy was number 37. Yikes. (laughs) I mean, she has long outgrown a trophy case. Her ACMs need a room of their own. For sure. This includes 10 ACM Song or Single of the Year awards and nine Female Artists of the Year awards. So let's dive into the music that earned her all those silver cowboy hat trophies. Let's start off in 2006,
2: the year that the Longview, Texas native was crowned ACM's top new female vocalist of
0: the year. That win came one year after releasing her major label debut album, Kerosene, which debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot Country Albums chart. At last week's ACM
2: honors, the legendary country duo Brooks and Dunn paid tribute to Miranda by performing the title track to this album. And then when she got on stage to accept the award, she said
0: she was freaking out that they just sang her song in front of her. Uh yeah, I would have had the exact same reaction. It's Brooks and Dunn. Well,
2: this is the perfect song for them to perform since this project really did put Miranda on the map after her third-place finish on the reality show Nashville Star. The title track to Kerosene reached number 15 on Billboard's Country Airplay chart and
0: still remains one of the highlights of her live show. Plus, it was her first song to enter the top 20 and the biggest hit on the album. Your
2: hot society, I'm in
0: the next year, she released another successful record, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, that earned her ACM Album of the Year.
2: This project showed both her wild side and wholesome side with songs like Famous in a Small Town and Gunpowder and Lead, which became her first top 10 on Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart.
0: At this point, she's already got some epic revenge songs under her belt, but there's another one that we have to mention, and that's White Liar. In this single, Miranda warns a liar that the truth comes out a little at a time and it spreads just like a fire. Well, you know what they say takes one to no one? In both the music
2: video and the Bridge of the Song, we learned that she was also lying about cheating.
0: Between Jamie Johnson acting as the officiant of the fictional wedding day and the dramatic ending, I'm not surprised the video earned her ACM Video of the Year in 2009. In 2009, Miranda also won Album
2: of the Year for her project titled Revolution, but more importantly, it was her first win for Top Female Vocalist.
0: Things are really starting to heat up at this point. In 2010, she won four more ACM awards, Female Vocalist of the Year and Single Record of the Year. Song of the Year, and Video of the Year for The House That Built Me. This was another song that was just performed last week at ACM Honors, with Little Big Town singing the beautiful song in honor of Miranda. I cannot wait to hear that when they
2: air it on TV next month. That song was such a moment for her. It was one that every artist wishes they sang or wrote. And after four years in Nashville, Miranda finally had her first number one song. If I
1: could just come in, I swear I'll leave. Won't take nothing but a memory from the that
0: me. This was a career-defining hit for Miranda. From this point on, she was considered one of the most prominent female voices on country radio. Which is why she set a record with nine consecutive ACM Female Artists of the Year awards. Nine. So, do you know the story about how Miranda got Mama's Broken Heart? Kind of. I know the song was written by Casey Musgraves, Brandi Clark, and my boss Shane McAnally. I think Casey and Miranda were friends back in Texas, right?
2: Right. So apparently, Miranda wasn't supposed to have been pitched the song, but somehow she heard it. And she wanted to record it so badly that during her rehearsal dinner with her ex, Blake Shelton, she went up to Casey and asked
0: if she could record it. I mean, best wedding gift ever, right? (laughs) The song outlasted the marriage, sadly. Oh, it did. Casey really didn't want to give it away.
2: So she asked for a couple of days to think about it, eventually deciding that Miranda could have the song as long as Casey could sing harmony on it. So,
0: yes, that is Casey Musgraves on the BGVs. And vocab lesson, BGVs is background vocals. Yes.
1: (laughs) Sometimes revenge is a choice you gotta make. My mama came from a softer generation where you get a grip and bite your lip just to save a little face.
0: I also want to give a shout out to when Miranda won ACM Music Event of the Year for her 2019 release that featured an all-female lineup, Fooled Around and Fell in Love. Can we
2: just take a moment to appreciate all of the amazing women on this song? In addition to Miranda, Marin Morris, Ashley McBride, Tennille Towns, Kaylee Hammock, and
0: Elle King were on it. For several of those ladies, it was their first ACM Awards. They were Miranda's tour mates during her Roadside Bars and Pink Guitars tour. Together, they recorded this iconic cover of Elvin Bishop's 1975 hit. And they absolutely nailed it.
2: Girl power. Earlier this year, we saw Miranda win ACM Video of the Year for Drunk and I Don't Want to Go
0: Home with Elle King. Miranda and Elle actually kicked off the previous ACM awards with an epic performance of this song. They literally rode in on the hot pink convertible. Doesn't get much better than that.
2: These ladies like to go above and beyond with anything they do, especially when they're together. The 80s inspired music video for Drunk features Elle as the bride and Miranda as her maid of honor. And it's safe to say they had a pretty good time during the reception.
0: This song reached number one on Billboard's Country Airplay chart in April of 2022, marking the first female duet to reach the top of the charts in almost 30 years, following Reba McIntyre and Linda Davis's Does He Love You in 1993.
2: While we were in Vegas for the 57th ACM Awards, Miranda also won, drum roll please, Entertainer of the Year, which we talked about this at the time, that after all these years, she finally won, but wasn't there to accept the trophy in person because she was performing in the UK.
0: Oh, Miranda Lambert. I have always
1: loved that girl. I cannot believe I'm not there to celebrate. I'm in London. Um, I have shows this week. It's my first time to miss ACM since 17 years, so my heart's a little broken, but I'm happy to be where I am. Thank you so much to the country music family for embracing me all these years and continuing to support me. This one goes out to all the singer-songwriter girls out there that are putting their blood, sweat, and tears into their guitar strings. We did it. This is for us.
0: And that completed the trifecta of trophies needed for her to win the Triple Crown and join that very elite group. Congratulations
2: to her once again on winning ACM's Triple Crown Award. You can rediscover even more of
0: her music on Amazon Music's playlist, Rediscover Miranda Lambert. Time flew by today. I can't believe we're at the end of another episode already. Episode number seven was a party for sure. Next week, we're going to bring you our chat with Kane Brown, whose new album, Different Man, comes out tomorrow. Kane is normally a pretty reserved guy. He's actually pretty shy, but he opened up in this interview and we talked about all kinds of things, including the duet with his wife on the new project. So be here next week for all the scoop. If you liked this episode, help us spread the word. Post a link to the show on your social media and make sure your fellow country music lovers are here with us each Thursday. The more the merrier. We always wrap the show with a burning question. This is where we have some fun. And get a little nosy with the stars. This week, we return to one of our favorite questions. What's the last thing you bought on Amazon?
2: The guys surprised me. Travis Denning and Dylan Scott both
0: had kitchen items.
1: Cast iron skillet. A donut cutter.
0: I don't even know what a donut cutter is. (laughs) I've never cut a donut. Do you think he meant like
2: bagel slicer? Or is he actually making homemade donuts? No
0: idea. (laughs) But here are some more recent purchases from Brooke Eden, Frank Ray, Ingrid Andress, and Mackenzie Porter. I buy everything on Amazon. I don't even know. Probably dog food. Bootstraps. Tinted SPF moisturizer. A violin stand. We were on tour and I broke my other one, so I shipped it to the hotel. (laughs) Country Heat Weekly is a production of Amazon Music and Wondery. Executive producer is Melissa Locker for Nevermind Media. Senior producer is Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer is Aaron
2: Dethridge. Sound design by Tim Einenkel. Production assistance from Debbie Daughtry, Annie Reuter, Madeline O'Connell, and Jeremy
0: Chua. Our theme song Country Time was written and performed by Mia Byrne. The team for Amazon Music and Wondery includes Nathan Brackett, Michelle Kammerer, Emily Feld, Callum Plews, Emily Belote, and Jenny Tay. The executive producers for Wondery are Dave Easton and Marshall Louie. Critical production support from Marley,
2: Steve, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, Jake, Osmo,
0: Abby, Cowboy, Gus, Charlie, Bear, and all the other very good dogs out there. And the Cat Dashians. Find and follow Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to podcasts so you get the latest episodes just as soon as they drop. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly
2: ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at listenerstudy.com.